Ashhadu an la ilaha الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا وداعياً إلى الله بإذنه وسراجاً منيراً صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليماً كثيراً كثيراً أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم لقد كان لكم في رسول الله أسوة حسنة صدق الله العظيم Respected elders, beloved brothers, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Part of a hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions, وَأَعْطِي كُلَّ ذِي حَقٍ حَقَّهُ And give due right to all those who have rights over you, fulfill the rights, of each and every individual. Hazrat Mayunus Patel Sahib Rahmatullah used to mention that these rights, hukuk, they are there for us to see, am I fulfilling the rights of the next person? 
today that that time used to complain that the wife her complaint is the husband is not fulfilling my rights and the wife the husband will complain the wife is not fulfilling my rights the right wife complains the husband is not fulfilling my rights the father will complain that i am my children are not fulfilling my rights and vice versa <coughs> so it's very very possible that that child has absolute love for the parent he loves that parent dearly yet he may not be fulfilling the rights of that parent similarly it could be that the husband loves the wife but perhaps due to not being aware of what the rights of the wife is he may not be fulfilling the rights of that wife so yes you would say he does love his wife but because he is not fulfilling the rights of his wife then he is sinful likewise from amongst those who have rights over us from amongst all those who have rights over us very very high up is the rights that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam has over the ummah and this is something that we cannot question the love that every ummati has for nabi pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam but what each one of us have to introspect and contemplate and question in ourselves that are we fulfilling the hukuk and the rights of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam on the day of qiyama various individuals in front of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will present their case that so and so did not fulfill my rights my child did not fulfill my right my partner my spouse did not fulfill my right can we imagine the condition of that individual against whom the nabi of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam has a case so together with great love ishq of nabi pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam we have to make an effort to understand what are the hukuk what are the rights of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and an extra effort to ensure that we fulfill these rights the rights of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam from amongst the hukuk and the rights of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam the first ulama have written seven rights of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam seven hukuk of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam the first is iman bir rasul to bring complete iman and conviction that nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the messenger of allah our iman is incomplete our kalima is incomplete if we stop at la ilaha illallah it is incomplete without muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam iman bir rasul to believe that nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the messenger of allah there are three aspects to it one is believing that undoubtedly muhammad ibn abdullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the messenger of allah then together with believing in this is to believe that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the last and final messenger of allah to only believe that he is the rasul of allah but not the last and final then that iman bir rasul is incomplete so believing that nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the messenger of allah and the final the last prophet of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that no new nabi will come after nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam it is our aqeedah and our belief that isa alaihi salam will return to this world but he will not return as a new nabi there will be no new nabi after nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and part of iman bir rasul is to understand that nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam whatever he has brought to us is 100% the truth wa ma yantiqu anil hawa he is not speaking from his own side every utterance 
the kuffar, the mushrikeen had testified that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was a sadiq. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was al-ameen. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was truthful. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was trustworthy. And every aspect that the Nabi of Allah has brought to us to understand, to accept that that is 100% the truth. So these are three important aspects under the first haq, the first right of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, iman bir rasul. So one is to believe in Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but our belief in Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has to be correct. The second right of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is hubb rasul. To have utmost love for Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is something that requires a little bit of attention. Firstly, the aspect of love of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. On one occasion, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu an, addressing Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says to him that you are more beloved to me than every single individual in the world. In fact, the only love that surpasses my love for you is the love that I have for myself. Umar radiallahu an is saying this. That the only person I love more than you, O Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is me, myself. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam informs him, then, till then your love for me will not be complete. Immediately Umar radiallahu an realizes what the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying to him. That the love of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has to be more then the love a person has for himself also. Umar responds and says to the Nabi of Allah that my love for you is far greater than the love I have for myself also. La yu'minu ahadukum. None of you can attain complete and perfect iman. Hatta akuna ahabba ilayhi. Min walidihi wa waladihi wa nasi ajma'een. O kama qala alayhi salatu wa taslim. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying that none of you will attain perfect iman until I am more beloved to him. Min walidihi than his parents and forefathers. Wa waladihi, his children, his offspring. One nasi ajma'een and the whole of mankind. But we need to understand no person can love a stranger. No person can love a stranger. In order to develop this love of Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we need to be familiar with Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Learn the Mubarak seerah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Teach it to our children. Speak about Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Listen to the ahadith of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Sit in those gatherings in our masajid, the halakas of ta'aleem, where in the lives of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam and sahaba are being read, when we will learn what was the life of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, we will, by means of this, establish and acquire the love of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The third right of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam is azmatul rasul. To revere and to honor Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. To maintain utmost adab and respect for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So it is not just sufficient a person has iman in Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And he has complete love for Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But with that love, the appropriate adab and respect has to be displayed for the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Sometimes we find the condition and the situation. A child loves the parent but says something disrespectful a child loves that parent but acts in a way that this is disrespectful this will not be accepted in the same way together with our love for nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam we have to at every moment in our lives maintain utmost adab and utmost respect and azmat of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam a dihati, Bedouin, 
comes from the outskirts into Medina Munawwara and stands at the door of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and shouts out, Ya Muhammad! Allah Taala reprimands Quran-i Kareem, Wahi comes reprimanding him that do not address the Nabi of Allah like you address yourselves as though you are speaking to one of your friends. Quran Kareem, Allah addresses Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam with utmost adab. Allah is addressing Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Not even Ya Rasul or Ya Muzammil or Ya Muddathir. Those who have the understanding of Arabic will understand the extent of adab that Allah uses when addressing Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya ayyuhal rasul, ya ayyuhal muzammil, ya ayyuhal muddathir. So in every action of ours, that we maintain absolute adab and respect for Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. From amongst the adab and the etiquettes of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which overlaps into one of the other hukuk of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is that... Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam addresses sahaba radiallahu anhum and asks them that who is a miserly person? That who is a kanjus? It's not that person who doesn't want to spend or wants to hoard. But the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explains that that miser, that miserly person is the individual who hears my name and does not send durood and salawat upon me. So the third right of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, azmatul rasul, to maintain absolute adab and etiquettes of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In one lengthy hadith, an important incident which had taken place towards the month of Safar, in 11 AH, close towards the demise of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, an individual had entered the masjid of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He was a stranger of, to Medina Munawwara, he was not a resident, but his condition, his, was, his clothing was clean and neat. His hair was neat. Shadidu bayadis riyab, shadidu thawadis sha'ar. On him there was no signs of travel. He came right to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he sat in front of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the condition like how we would sit in tashahud until his knees touched the knees of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Later on Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa explained that this was Jibreel alayhi salam who had come to teach you your deen. But there also Nabi, Jibreel alayhi salam displayed what was the adab of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, what was the etiquette of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The fourth right of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is ita'atul rasul wattiba'ihi that we obey the Rasul of Allah. Allah's command in Quran Kareem, Ati'ullah wa ati'ur rasul, obey Allah and obey the Rasul of Allah. Who obeys Allah and obeys the Rasul of Allah. It is impossible for us to, obe to be obedient to Allah without the obedience of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Unfortunately today we find a situation where those who consider themselves to be on an academic level have given disregard and disrespect to the ahadith of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And we find that Muslims are such that they utter words that I only follow Quran, I don't follow hadith. This is not befitting the tongue of a mu'min. The ahadith of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam are a great gift and a bounty that this ummah has. No other nation has the words of their Anbiya recorded and collected in the manner and the way the words of Nabi Apaq sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
are collected and recorded. The obedience of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, wa ma atakumur rasul, Allah ta'ala tells us in Quran Kareem that whatever the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam commands you to do, then you do that. The extent and the degree of ita'at of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and obedience to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the lives of Sahaba radiallahu anhum, that on one occasion, Ata ibn Abi Rabah radiallahu anhu narrates that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had ascended the mimbar to deliver the khutbah and he uttered the words, Ijlisu, sit down. At this time, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu was at the door of the masjid. He was about to enter the masjid. Immediately he sat down where he was. This is to understand the extent of ita'at in the lives of Sahaba radiallahu anhum. He did not take one step forward. Nabi Sallallahu called him forward afterwards. But when they heard the word of Nabi Sallallahu the command of Nabi Sallallahu magar, no ifs and buts. No, we'll see how we're going to do it. Or later on, at another time, immediately Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu sits down. This is the extent and the degree of obedience to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But together with the obedience of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, an important aspect is ittiba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah ta'ala's command that in kuntum tuhibboon Allah fattabi'uni. That if you have love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then follow my way. Follow the sunnahs of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Sahaba radiallahu anhum went great lengths to ensure that every sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was in their lives. To the extent where a sahabi, whilst on a journey, he goes, he separates himself and he lowers himself to the ground as though he is relieving himself. And thereafter he gets up and carries on. And he explained that when we are on a journey, at that point, Nabi Sallallahu stopped and went to relieve himself. So that too I will do an emulation of my Nabi Sallallahu A Sahabi is riding a conveyance and as they are passing, there's a place, he lowers his head. The others are shocked, what is he doing? He says, when I rode past here with the Nabi of Allah Sallallahu there was a branch that, drew, that grew over. And in order to pass, Nabi Sallallahu lowered his head. Therefore, I also am lowering my head. And this we hear again and again. That success in this world, in Qabr and Akhirah, lies only in fulfilling the commands of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala in the way shown to us by Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Our Dada Peer Hazrat Shah Hakim Akhtar Saab Rahmatullahi mentions the Ash'ar, Naqshe Qadam Nabi Kehe, Jannat Ki Allah se milate hai sunnat ki raaste. That in the footsteps of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that is that will lead us to Jannat, that is what will, in the sunnats of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we will attain the pleasure of Allah. And we should make that effort that we also inculcate the various sunnats into our lives. But more important than just inculcation, bringing into our lives the sunnats, is that we show adab and respect to every sunnat. Perhaps a certain sunnat might be difficult for me to practice on. I may not be able to practice on a certain sunnat. Does not give me or any individual the right to ridicule a sunnat of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. It does not give us the right to speak bad against the sunnat of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. It does not give us the right to look down on any sunnat of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We sing the ash'ar, teri har adah piyari, that has to come into our hearts, that every action of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam becomes beloved to us, even though we may not have the capacity to practice on it. So many of the sunnats of Nabi sallallahu alayhi this will bring that every action that we are doing, that is crowned with the sunnat of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it is such that our every action is displaying our love of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. 
the next right of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is dhikr rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam that we make the dhikr of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the form one of excessive durood and salawat on nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam allah tbaraka wa taala explains wa rafa'na laka dhikrak that we have raised your dhikr and your remembrance in allama ibn kathir rahmatullahi explains with regards to this ayat that hadith qudsi allah subhanahu wa taala addresses nabi pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam wa idha dhukirtu dhukirta ma'i when my mention is made then your name will also be taken whether you have to look at it in the azan itself from the time of fajr from one part of the world ashhadu allah ilaha illallah together with it is ashhadu anna muhammad rasul and by the time that time spreads throughout the world the name of nabi pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam is taken and for us dhikr rasul we focus one is the aspect on excessive durood and salawat on nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam informs us that there are certain groups of malaika whose only job is to roam the earth and wherever a person sends durood and salawat they take this directly to the rosa of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and they present it to nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and they say that this is from fulan ibn fulan so and so our name is taken the name of our fathers is taken so that on the day of qiyama when we will meet nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam nabi sallam will not be meeting a stranger he says this is the person i heard his name so many times today i am meeting him nabi pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam has given each and every one of us an opportunity he did not restrict and say the closest person to me on the day of qiyama will be abu bakr radhiyallahu an or umar radhiyallahu an the nabi of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is saying awl an nasi bi yawm al qiyama aktharuhum aliya salat the closest to me on the day of qiyama that each and every ummati has this chance to gain that spot of closeness on the day of qiyama by excessive durood and salawat on nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam this habit our mashayikh encourage that 100 times in the morning 100 times in the evening should be part of our daily ma'mul of recitation of durood and salawat on nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and then the day of juma we increase the next right of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is fikr rasul that fikr the worry the concern which was in the heart of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam should be in our hearts also nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam's description is given mutawasilul ahzan continuously worried daim al fikra laysat lahu raha continuously worried worry and concern how each and every person can gain iman how each and every individual can be saved from jahannam how each and every person can be entered into jannah the worry the fikr of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam if we see one person the drunk man wobbling down the road and we consider him low wallahi we have not attained that fikr of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam the desire should be how this man also can become the aashiq of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam how this man also can become the reciter of la ilaha illallah and how this man also can be saved from jahannam and entered into jannah the seventh right of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is ziyaratur rasul is to visit the nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam nabi pak sawsa mentions in a hadith man zarani ba'da mauti fa ka'annama zarani fi hayati that person who visits me after i have passed away then it is as though he has visited me when i am alive another riwayat nabi sawsa mentions man zara qabri that person who visits my qabr the rosa of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam wajabat lahu shafa'ati my intercession becomes wajib on him we make do allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant each and every one of us the opportunity of presenting ourselves in the rosa athar of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam to deliver our own durood and salawat to nabi pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam so these rights of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam iman bir rasul hubb rasul azmatur rasul ita'atur rasul dhikr rasul fikr rasul and ziyaratur rasul may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us those who uphold the hukuk and the rights of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah
الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله الحمد لله الحمد لله الذي هدانا لهذا وما كنا لنهتدي لولا ان هدانا الله هو اكمل لنا ديننا واتم علينا نعمته ورضي لنا الاسلام دينا فلا نعبد ولا نستعين الا اياه ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا وداعيا الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد فيا ايها الناس وحدوا الله فان التوحيد راس الطاعات واتقوا الله فان التقوى ملاك الحسنات وعليكم بالسنه فان السنه تهدي الى الاطاعه ومن اطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى واياكم والبدعه فان البدعه تهدي الى المعصيه ومن يعص الله ورسوله فقد ضل وغوى وعليكم بالصدق فان الصدق ينجي والكذب يهلك وعليكم بالاحسان فان الله يحب المحسنين ولا تحب الدنيا فتكون من الخاسرين الا وان نفسا لن تموت حتى تستقبل رزقها فاتقوا الله واجملوا في الطلب وتوكلوا عليه فان الله يحب المتوكلين وادعوه فان ربكم مجيب الداعين واستغفروه يمددكم باموال وبنين اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم لقد كان لكم في رسول الله اسوه حسنه بارك الله لنا ولكم في القران العظيم ونفعنا بالايات وذكر الحكيم استغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعه من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص الله ورسوله فانه لا يضر الا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وازواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ارحم امتي بامتي ابو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه واشدهم في امر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه واستقم حياء عثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه وقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى عنه والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب اهل الجنه رضي الله تعالى عنهما وفاطمه سيده النساء اهل الجنه رضي الله تعالى عنها اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفره ظاهره وباطنه لا تغادر ذنبا رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وعن كل الصحابه اجمعين اللهم اهدنا في من هديت وعافنا في من عافيت 
وتولنا في من توليت وبارك لنا فيما أعطيت وقنا واصرف عن شر ما قديت فإنك تقضي بالحق ولا يقضى عليك ولا يعز من عاديت ولا يذل من واليت نستغفرك اللهم من كل ذنب وخطيئة ونتوب إليك وصلى الله على النبي الكريم اللهم اغفر لنا وللمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وألف بين قلوبهم وأصلح ذات بينهم وانصرهم على عدوك وعدوهم اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر إخواننا في فلسطين اللهم انصرهم على عدوك وعدوهم اللهم لعن الكفرة الذين يسدون عن سبيلك ويكذبون رسلك ويقاتلون أولياءك اللهم خالف بين كلمتهم وزلزل أقدامهم وشدد شملهم ومزك جمأهم وأنزل بهم بأسك الذي لا ترده عن القوم المجرمين إباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم وادعوه يستجب لكم ولذكر الله أكبر أقنس So Sufufakum straighten ourselves in short that our heels are in line. Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Maliki Yawmiddin Iyaka Na'budu wa Iyaka Nasta'een. اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله هثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجحر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصل النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله أكمل سمع الله لمن حمدا الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر
الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد الله أكمل سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكمل الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وصحبه بارك وسلم مولا يصلي وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير خلق كلهم أرز الله أن نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكره الذاكرون وصل على سيدنا محمد كلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفل لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين ربنا أتنا في الدنيا حسنا وفي الآخرة حسنا وقنا عذاب النار لا إله إلا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم والحمد لله رب العالمين نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر وسلامة من كل إث لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا دينا إلا قضيته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته ولا ميتا إلا رحمته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة من حوائج الدنيا والآخرة هي لقردا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها لنا يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم انصر إخواننا في فلسطين اللهم انصر إخواننا في غزة اللهم انصر المسلمين في كل مكان اللهم انصرهم على عدوهم اللهم عليك باليهود الظالمين اللهم أهلكهم أجمعين اللهم أهلك بيوتهم وفوجهم اللهم عليك باليهود اللهم زلزل أقدامهم وشتت شملهم ومزق جمعهم وأنزل بهم بأسك الذي لا ترده عن القوم المجرمين اللهم إن نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استأذك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم بفضل سبحان ربك رب العزة يما يسفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين Thank <laughs> you.